0: For a really
1: great future, we're talking real money. My, what a curious week it's been! It's really been an unusual week. Uh, stock markets around the world up. The S and P five hundred gained about ten percent in the last week. Now I am recording this on Friday, on Good Friday, so the markets are closed. But for the week, it was a pretty extraordinary movement up in stocks. We're looking brilliant at our firm, even though we're not. Well, we're brilliant in that we follow science, but we don't know the future. We made all our, or most of our clients rebalance and moved the, the, the increasingly large portion of their portfolio that was in bonds and moved it into stocks. And we're looking really smart, but Doesn't mean it's not going to go back down. We don't know. That's one of the things we know is that we don't know. We know we can't be smarter than the market, one. We also know, unlike so many others, and actually admit now the others may know, but they won't admit that we can't predict the future. And that brings me to an interesting conversation that jim kramer had with another cnbc host david faber this past week about their confusion over the stock market now in this conversation they there are two different davids referred to there's david faber who is the host with whom Kramer is talking. And then he talks about having a conversation with David Tepper, who is a billionaire hedge fund manager. And let me just play a little bit of that repartee for you. is so funny. The market acts, it's up 20% from the bottom. Uh, But we're sitting here watching interest rates go high and buy stocks going up again. And I don't know, there's a curious disconnect between when you speak to the companies, most of which are closed, and uh, what's going on in the market today. And I I find it, I, I keep thinking maybe the market knows something we don't Uh, Maybe they know of of an antiviral. I mean, David, you know, you got to admit, you do have to think that the market knows something that we don't know. The collective wisdom. I mean, I spoke to Dave Tepper yesterday, and we're both kind of marveling. Jeez, it's been bullish. Why? I, listen, I have those same conversations during the course of the day as well. And to your point, the collective wisdom of the market perhaps seeing something that, that, is, that is a positive. Maybe it is simply the rate of infection or the rate of hospitalizations in New right. York uh, slowing. Um, you know, the idea that we are going to reopen at some point. But Most of the conversations I have end up with somebody saying no one knows what it looks like when we come out of this. Right. Um, No one knows anything. I mean, it sort of ends up there, regardless of your expertise, regardless of how how, uh, detailed you are and rigorous you are in terms of all aspects of the economy. Nobody seems to know much of anything in terms of what's really coming, Jim. Uh, And I guess that's a difficult thing to say, but the market seems to say it's not going to be perhaps as bad as been feared a couple of weeks ago. It's funny. They're incredulous. They're really incredulous. They're like, the market knows more than we do? How can the market know more than we, the experts? We don't know why it's doing it. What are these people doing? They're doing something we didn't expect them to do. Yeah. Guys you really do think a lot of yourselves, don't you? They think so much of their prognosticative ability, even though it's been proven over and over again that they're wrong, at least as much as they're right, if not more, but their egos won't allow them to admit, they kind of allude to it, they're kind of grudgingly giving it to us, but they can't admit that there is such a thing as the wisdom of, of crowds that's that's why we say the market is efficient not because it's always right but because you're dealing with so much information that is being absorbed by so many people simultaneously that you you know at the time based on the level of risk perceived at the time the pricing is relatively fair for that moment in history for that moment in history Because people are looking to be rewarded for the amount of fear they have at any given time. And the fear is abating a bit. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. It's so simple. That's all I have to say is that there's been an abatement in the fear. Just a reduction in it. We're less afraid because we're starting to understand this disease a little bit better. No, Jim, there's no cure yet. But we're pretty sure there are will be because of all of the effort being made we're a pretty resilient species and it's just fascinating to see them twist and turn and go oh we didn't predict this what's wrong with us or what's wrong with all of us is what they're saying you guys didn't listen to us the experts what's wrong with you but i'm gonna listen to you we get a lot of questions and lately all of the questions that come in via talkingrealmoney.com through the contact form so everybody prefers typing right now that's okay but if you want to call you can call us 24 hours a day seven days a week with your questions at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 or you can just send them in it's so simple just send them in at Talking Real Money hit the contact form plus there's a lot of new great stuff at Talking Real Money forgot to mention um, every day for years and years and years i have done a, a little over one minute feature it's got a 10 second commercial and it. it's total of 90 seconds but it's in essence a minute of information and i've done those most every day repeat them once in a while and so i decided that um, those should be shared with everybody around the country good information little bite-sized bits so those are now available at least at talkingrealmoney.com i am still waiting as of this moment i submitted it to apple Podcasts a week ago and they still haven't reviewed it it's on spotify but apple Podcasts is the one that kind of leads the pack everybody skims from apple so i don't know they say they say they're shut down and a lot of people aren't working well why don't they reassign them to reviewing podcasts if they're this far behind this is one of the things i don't understand right now is we've got like amazon saying we can't keep up with the demand we'll get busy and hire a lot of these restaurant workers that got laid off really we've got millions of people unemployed hire them quickly all of you not just amazon All right, anyway, 855-935-TALK is the number. Visit TalkingRealMoney.com anytime and uh, learn all about money and investing. If you need to meet with one of our advisors, you can do that. We do it for free on a limited basis. If you want to have us manage your money, we will charge you for that. It's only fair. But you can do all kinds of stuff at TalkingRealMoney.com. And let's get to our first question. Oh, the day. The subject... YMCA retirement fund and here's the question this is my wife's retirement account because she works for the Y I'm not sure how their money is actually being invested it doesn't seem very upfront to me she's required to make contributions for the max and that's fine but should we put more money in there to get the income tax savings on it this was one of the hardest questions I've had in a while because getting information on the YMCA retirement fund is actually pretty difficult they don't use apparently and i, I can't speak to this 100 percent. but it, it appears they do not use outside managers in other words they manage their own investment portfolio within the ymca the ymca retirement fund i looked at it and it's uh it's stocks and it's bonds and they use some hedge funds and they use a lot of things that institutional investors feel like it's cool to use and I don't have the details so I can't really tell you the level of risk but I can tell you that their performance seems to match up with their benchmark reasonably well but because there is a great deal of opacity around it I think you should make the contributions up to the max and then any additional money put in an IRA outside of this one to get you some diversification and two because there's more transparency if you go to somebody like Vanguard. So I would open an IRA outside of this in addition to this and then fund that with whatever you're able to put in there. Thanks for the question. I really appreciate it. And remember, you can send yours in to TalkingRealMoney.com, hit the contact form, or you can call 855-935-TALK anytime, 855-935-8255. And uh, let's go to, let's go to this one. Individual stocks versus index funds. If an individual stock picker was trying to capitalize on a stock purchase, it would be because the stock they wanted dropped significantly. How does that compare to an index fund that might have bought the stock sometime in the past? I mean, the index fund might have dropped 25%, but what about its individual components? If Boeing goes down to $5, the individual stock picker might think that's a good entry price. But how does that affect the index that might have been holding Boeing when it was worth hundreds of dollars more? In exactly the same way. Because if Boeing goes from hundreds of dollars, its portion, its portion of the fund has actually dropped to the equivalent of that $5 price. So it, it's absolutely the same thing. There's no difference, except with the index, you get diversification. When you buy an individual stock, you have the risk of total loss, which you do not have short of a global catastrophe much larger than this one. So it's the same. It's almost exactly the same. Uh, let's sneak one more. Now we do two more, I think. This subject is... I just lost the form. There it is. Looking for tax advantaged ways to save more for retirement. Hi, Tom and Don. My wife and I are looking to save more for retirement and wanted to ask about tax advantaged ways to do that. Some specifics about our situation. My wife and I file taxes jointly. I have a 401k with my employer that I'm already maxing out good my wife's job is a new single person small business she just started but with the covid shutdown we don't know when there will be any income so a solo ira or sep might not be a good fit yet my income is in the phase out range for roth iras so a roth ira might not be a good fit are there better options for us to save for retirement, and he's getting to the one I just thought of. For example, would it make sense for us both to contribute to non-deductible IRAs that could eventually be converted to a Roth? Yeah, that was really what I was coming up with. You're maxing your 401k. Your wife doesn't have any income as yet. Although I do think that uh, a simple IRA or something like that for her when she does have it is a great idea uh you're getting toward the end of the roths i love the roths particularly for someone who has a 401k that's a regular 401k already at work so you're really just left all you're left with is a backdoor ira where you make a non-deductible ira contribution and then convert that to a roth with no taxable event Uh, the only possible fly in the ointment is if you have other iras regular iras anywhere You might have to convert a portion of those to a Roth, but with the market down, that's pretty good strategy anyway. So that's really all I I have. I mean, tax advantage, you use tax-free bonds, but there's not much growth potential. The other thing, though, we all tend to forget is that buying an index fund with low turnover that mainly just, it doesn't distribute a lot of capital gains, that's a tax-deferred investment. It's not tax-free, but it's, Tax deferred for a portion of it, that growth in the price of the shares over time, you don't pay taxes on it until you sell the fund. So that's tax advantaged. Thank you for the note. I appreciate it. Let's do one more. Converting IRA money to a Roth IRA. Don't get me wrong, I have a good problem, but I need an explanation of your comments from several weeks ago that stated now would be a great time to convert IRA dollars into Roth IRA dollars. First of all, I understand that buying depressed funds right now would be a great move as the market will recover. But when I did the math, it would not be prudent of me to convert IRA money to a Roth IRA. Here's my thought process. I am fortunate enough to receive a $7,800 monthly pension. Add in my wife's SSDI payment and we look to have about $110,000 in taxable income in 2020. Based on the 2019 tax table, we would pay about $10,500 in taxes. If we were to both take $7,000 from our individual IRAs and roll it into Roth IRAs, our taxable income would jump to $124,000 in 2020. Based on the tax tables for 2019, our taxes would increase by over $3,000. Our $14,000 conversion drops to 11000 and the resulting gains in the stock market would have to increase by about 30% just for us to break even. Am I off base? You guys are the experts here. I'm just a newly retired... I'm just new. I am just newly retired, fortunate to have a pension, and extremely fortunate that my wife and I have scrimped and saved over the years to have accumulated over a million dollars in IRAs, 457 and 401A plans. Thanks for any advice, and thanks for your great radio show. Yeah, you're missing something. You, you, You forgot something really important. One of the reasons why it makes sense to roll part of your IRAs into Roths and go ahead and pay the taxes, we understand that, paying taxes always hurts is the fact that you're going to pay the taxes on the appreciated value of that regular IRA someday. Anyway, you're not getting out of it. So here's the thinking about right now, your regular IRA is probably down 15 or 20% or 10% or whatever it is. So if you had done it a few months ago, you would have paid even more in taxes. It's not the, the current arbitrage between your, your, the, the value of your IRA and your Roth, because there really isn't one. It's just a lateral move. It's just that you're paying less in taxes to make that lateral move. There's not any benefit to moving money from one down IRA into another down IRA investment. The advantage is you're paying less in taxes now, and you're getting that money into a vehicle that can, over the next many years over which your income will probably not go down, grows tax-free. That's the whole idea. There is a benefit in having two things. One, the tax-free growth forever, literally. You don't have to take required minimum distributions. As you said, you're fortunate. And also, Roths make a much better estate planning tool Uh, in a lot of ways because they the 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 taxes there's never a tax due never on an ira there will be to somebody somewhere so it's is it huge no the trick is make sure you don't you're gonna pay taxes no matter what just make sure you don't kick yourself up into a higher bracket that's that's all thank you for your question thank you all for your questions Tom and I will be on the radio Saturday, the, what is Saturday, the 11th? Let me look. Yeah, today's the 10th. So Saturday, the 11th, we'll be on the air from 3 until 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific, taking calls on Talking Real Money on Como News Radio. So you are very, very welcome to call us then if you want to have a conversation. Otherwise, you can call anytime, 24-7, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Is there anything else I need to add? Oh, yeah, check out the new podcast. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention the uh, the class that we did on April 1st, Retirement Investing in Turbulent Times. I've edited that and I now have that up at talkingrealmoney.com for your viewing pleasure. We'll do another live one down the road, but uh, with the market up, we're going to wait till it goes back down again and people are scared because that's when it really is essential. I think that does it. Well, Thanks for listening again. I truly appreciate all of you. I really do. And I've appreciated all of you for over 30 years. Thank you. You're, you're great. Um, I'm, I know I don't make all of you happy. I've got a note for next week from a guy who was not happy with my advice or our advice or our show. He, he doesn't like parts of our podcast or show, but hey, can't please everybody I've found. Thanks for being there. Have a great Easter weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And I'll talk to you soon. I'm Don McDonald.